Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. As the January transfer window opens, there are many, many pieces that many clubs have to deal with, including Newcastle United, who have a tremendous job to not just succeed with new ownership, but stay in the Premier League. And we have Fabrizio Romano to discuss the club, as well as the latest news around the transfer window. Que golazo begins right now. Welcome to Que Golazo. Thank you so much for being part of the family. We are on Twitter, Que Golazo Pod. We are on YouTube.com forward slash Que Golazo. So close to 7,000 subscribers. Thank you so much. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, of course. Fabrizio Romano, a busy month for you. It's always busy, but January, very busy. How are you, my friend? Hello, my friend. I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Yes, it's getting busy. It's getting busy. And for Newcastle, but not only Newcastle. So it's going to be an interesting month. Absolutely. How are you feeling, by the way? I know that you're recovering from COVID right now. How are you still recovering? I'm, I really hope to have my negative test soon. So I'm just waiting and see what happens. I'm like 13 days or 14 days. Crazy. The but final weeks of coronavirus yeah. contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I, hope, I hope. I really hope. I really hope. Here in Italy, the situation is, is not so good. So, you know, it's complicated to have a test, not just to, to wait and see what happens. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, also let's... for, for Serie A games. Eh? Many Serie A games are not going to be uh, tomorrow, they can't play. They can play many Serie A games, like four or five games because of COVID cases in the clubs. This is a very good point as Omicron, of course, continues uh, to impact the game around Europe and the world. Italy, of course, Serie A, as it returns, is no different. But uh, on a personal note, Fabrizio, please uh, feel better. My, my, Thank you. you know, all my thoughts go to you, my friend. All right, let's get going because COVID cannot stop the Fabrizio Romano train. Let's keep discussing some information today, everybody. It's about Newcastle United, obviously a massive story, new ownership, the richest club in the world. Uh, but right now they are trying to stay in the Premier League. So we'll be talking about them, of course. But first, the latest news. And Fabrizio, the last time we were together, I said to you, you better have some Villa news for me. And my goodness, uh, <laughs> Here comes one, Felipe Coutinho. Uh, obviously not a done deal or anything like that, but talk to me about the latest because there are clubs interested in the Brazilian. Yes, the situation is, is very clear. Felipe Coutinho is going to leave Barcelona in January. They need to sell players, as we always say, to also register new signings like Ferran Torres and the next ones they want to do. And so Felipe Coutinho knows about it. He's prepared to leave Barcelona in January. He's prepared also to accept a loan deal because a permanent one is going to be more than complicated. And now his agent is discussing with Aston Villa. It's true, the news was from Spain today and it's confirmed that Aston Villa are discussing with Felipe Coutinho representatives. I'm told that it's not done, it's not agreed yet, so they still need to find a way because the salary of Coutinho is a very big one and so how to share the salary is the real topic at the moment. Uh, Coutinho, of course, was a former teammate of Steven Gerrard and this is how the, links, the link started and how the idea started for Aston Villa. Uh, now let's see what happens, because as I said, they're in negotiation, but there are also other Premier League clubs in discussion with the agent of Coutinho. 
Aston Villa are the front runners as of now, so they are the most convincing club trying to have Felipe Coutinho, but nothing has been completed yet. And so let's see in the coming hours, but it's a new opportunity for Aston Villa, and I'm also sure they will go for a left back in the market. We said about Tagliafico as a possibility, they approached this agent, but it's not the only name in the list, I'm told. So let's see. Wow, lots of information. You mentioned Steven Gerrard. I, I mean, I'm imagining not just Coutinho, obviously Coutinho, the Liverpool connection, but he remains a key influence when it comes to attracting players. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I was speaking with an agent that is not the agent of Coutinho today, and he said to me, you know, the feeling there is around Villa is very good, and with Steve Gerrard, it's not just about the legend and the name, but how he's working on the pitch, this offensive kind of football, his relationship with the player, the respect the players have with him uh, in a very good way, in a very positive way. It's not just a big name, it's how he does it as a manager and not just as a legend. Because, you know, it's easy to say, okay, Steve Gerrard, you say, is a legendary former player, but then as a manager, the players always want to feel how good you are in your new job. And it seems that Steve is very good, very appreciated in the dressing room. So the feeling is absolutely positive and it's a very good news for Bill. Yeah, music to my ears, my friend. Uh, there was one more point I wanted to talk about, Coutinho, for a second, because obviously this has to do with the registration of Ferran Torres, I imagine, right? You have to make room for that. Yes, it has to be Coutinho, or let's see what happens with other players like Neto or Luke de Jong. He scored in the last game, so maybe the situation will change. But as of now, Barcelona are trying to find a way to register Ferran Torres. They were hoping to do it with Ousmane Dembélé. This is why they were really in a rush to sign Ferran, because they were 100% sure that Ousmane Dembélé was going to accept their proposal and extend the contract with a different salary. But at the moment, for Dembélé, the situation is still the same. He's not accepting what Barcelona are offering to him. And so they need to find another solution, and Coutinho could be the good one. Well, stay tuned here with Kego Lasso and Fabrizio Romano because we will go deeper with Barcelona in the next uh, week and a half or so. But today is about Newcastle United. So we're going to now transition ourselves from the latest news into, well, this is the latest news as well, really, because it really does include Newcastle United, Fabrizio. A very delicate situation from a footballing perspective. Right now, you know, their number one target is to stay in the Premier League. And obviously, despite the fact that it's still tight and there are many clubs in conversation when it comes to who will be relegated, Newcastle United need to act and they need to act now. And the first one, Kieran Trippier. Talk to me. Yes, Kieran Trippier will be the first signing of the new ownership, of the new Newcastle ownership. So everything has been agreed in the last 24 hours. They were negotiating on this one since December. Now everything is in place. Uh, let's see the final fee because sources close to Newcastle say will be around uh, 15 million euros plus add-ons. So let's see if this will be the final one or something more than this because it's still not 100% confirmed. But the deal is done. It's going to be a two and a half deal for, uh, for Kieran Trippier. So the contract has been signed today. The player was at the training ground after arriving in, uh, in England to sign his contract. Paperwork completed between the two clubs. Permanent move. And very interesting move also for the player because he wanted to come back to, to Premier League, to England. Uh, he was having a very good time with Atletico Madrid. Great relationship with Simeone, but... England, his family, his life. He wanted to come back, and so now it's done with Newcastle. And so good luck to him because it's a very interesting move, a very good signing for Newcastle. Absolutely, a very interesting signing. But let me ask you something. Kieran Trippier is, uh, you know, he's no small player here. An England international, just uh, having worked with Atletico Madrid, etc. Are you surprised by the, the price? Do you think it could have gone for more? 
Yes, and this is why I say Final Three is not confirmed yet, because, you know, this is what they say, but sometimes strategy is also in this kind of things when you have no official papers. And so some other sources saying maybe it's going to be more than 15 million euros because add-ons and also commission to agents, there are many, many stories into a single story. So maybe it could be uh, more than this, but we will see. In the coming days, I will try to, to bring more news once everything will be signed and announced, because at this point, maybe... Uh, they will clarify on the fee. At the moment, it's around 50 million euros plus add-ons. Yes. Yeah, add-ons is the key there, right? Because yes. it can mean it can yes. mean many different things, of course. Exactly. So, so let's stay with Newcastle because there are other names being linked to Tyneside: uh, Sven Botman, Umtiti, uh, Aaron Ramsey, Lucas Digne as well. So many names. Uh, so what is the plan after Kieran Trippier? It sounds to me because I talked to Alan Shearer a few months ago, and one of the things he wanted the spine to be better. So we're talking about the back and then obviously the midfield, but also to support Callum Wilson, etc. So what, what are the next plans for Newcastle United? Yes, defense is the is the key. So we said about Trippier, but from what I'm told, they're looking also for a new left back and for at least one centre back, but maybe it could be true. So it depends on the budget. It depends on how they can do it. Because, you know, it's not easy to be Newcastle in this transfer window because everyone knows they have a lot of money. But as you mentioned, uh, the, the sportive situation is very complicated because they are fighting for not to be relegated to the championship. And so on player side, they say you have to pay me a lot of money, but really a lot of money if you want me to join Newcastle. And clubs mm -hmm. say the same. So it's not easy to negotiate for them. And this is why, for example, Trippier deal started at the beginning of, of, of December, but they completed this deal today. It was taking like 20 days, 25 days, because sometimes to be rich, means it's not easy to negotiate. And so this is what's happening. But I'm told, defense, very key role for Newcastle. So Trippier, new right back. They're going for a new left back and this not going to be Lucas Dean. Today we had rumors of Dean close to join Newcastle. I'm told absolutely fake. And he's not going to Newcastle. He's leaving Everton. So keep an eye on Lucas Dean in the coming days. Uh, I told you about Aston Villa, left back. Let's see what happens also with Chelsea because they are looking in this position mm -hmm. with, with Chilwell. But left back is also something for Newcastle. And then center back. Centre-back, they need at least one. Uh, the favourite name in their ideas and in their list is Ben Botman from Lille. This is a very good player, but really very good player. Also, Similan are interested in him. The point is that Lille are not willing to sell a player in January. This is the plan of Lille, to keep the player. Newcastle offered 30 million for Ben Botman a few days ago, plus 5 million euro adults, and Lille said no, they want more than this. So imagine how complicated is the negotiation. And let's see if Newcastle will try again or if it will be something for the, for the summer. But they are working on centre-back. Right back, they did it with Trippier and left back. And then also other positions. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. I am very uh, perplexed by Lil saying no, Fabrizio, because don't they need money? I mean, it's amazing. I guess it's because it's Botman and they value him so much higher. But is there no even a counter argument or have they just said no, goodbye? 
you know, mm, your point is fantastic because it's true. They need money. They need money. I'm told that they really need money. But at the same point, the president of Lille, Le Tang, is a very strong one in negotiations. And also your other point is very good because Botman is a fantastic player. And the feeling of Lille is this boy maybe in the summer when many clubs will go for a centre-back. Mm. Paris Saint-Germain, Real Madrid. Uh, let's see what happens also with, with English clubs. So Chelsea after Kunde, missing on Kunde at the end of last window, maybe they will go for a centre-back in the summer. Let's see what happens with Bayern if Sule leaves the club. AC Milan we mentioned for Botman. Many clubs will go for centre-backs and so price of Botman can be different in the summer like maybe 50 or 55 or 60 million and so it makes sense maybe for Lille to wait they already sold Jonathan Iconet to Fiorentina making a good business because it was like uh, 16 yep. million euros yes and also a percentage of future sale uh, maybe they will sell another player that is not Botman in this window so um, keep an eye on Renato Sanchez too so I feel and also people close to Botman feel that keeping Botman is a priority because they know that in the summer these 30 million could be maybe 50 or 60. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, I'll give credit to our producer, uh, Des Norris, who, who thought about <laughs> the Lille and the cash bar. So Des, that's for you, my friend. Uh, here's the other question, because you did mention something uh, earlier on about, you know, players trying to come in and maybe Newcastle overpaying, but just for the sake of, of course, trying to stay in the Premier League. But I wonder you know, the kind of issues that that may raise between the existing squad. Imagine you're, you know, a player coming in and you're being offered a tremendous amount of money. What does that say to, uh, you know, uh, say Maximin or Miguel Almiron or a player who has a different kind of contract? Like, why, why am I getting paid X, Y, and Z? And why is this player getting paid? Just because we're still the same teammates. We're still playing in the same club. Do you think that could cause some kind of a problem? I think yes. I think yes, but this is something that always happens when new ownership with a lot of money are coming in mm. into new club. This is always happening. I still remember at Paris Saint-Germain was the same when they had this kind of process, same at Manchester City too. This is why it takes time. When you celebrate and new ownership is coming to your club and you're a fan of this club, obviously you're celebrating, you're having a lot of money, you're becoming so rich, you're going to dream in the coming years, but it's going to take time. And it's going to also take some problems to the club. Because as you mentioned, players can't be so happy with their salaries. Uh, some other players want to discuss a new deal while you're focusing on new signings. Uh, the manager situation is never easy. And we saw uh, now, okay, they have had the how they're happy, but we know what happened in, in September, in October, trying for Unai Emery, Paulo Fonseca, uh, Ten Hag, many different candidates. It was a really complicated one about the manager for yeah. Newcastle. Sport director, they still don't have one. We are in January and they officially still don't have a sport director. They're doing everything into the board but not with the new sport director. So, you know, to have the process and say, okay, we are the new Manchester City, we are the new Paris Saint-Germain, it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. And then Premier League is a very difficult league, the most yeah. difficult in the world. And so you're facing the risk to be relegated. At the same time, you have to sign new players. People are dreaming, so you have to sign top players, but you have to pay a lot of money. You know, this balance is something very complicated. Yeah, and the table, as it's being shown right there, Newcastle are 19th, 11 points, Watford in 17th have 13 points, so it's not that tough, but there is a separation now between Watford, Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich because Leeds United on 16th have 19 points. In the words of the notorious B.I.G., Mo money, Mo problems. Let's uh, go back and circle back here to uh, the centre-back situation. If Botman doesn't happen, which it seems like it's not going to, uh, Fabrizio, are, do they have a big list? Is there an immediate number two that they would go after? 
At the moment, he's still quite on the names because the name was on the on the radar was Stefan De Vrij, Inter centre back, but he's mm. not leaving the club in January. So, from what I'm told, he's 100% staying at Inter, and so it's impossible for Newcastle to change his mind. Also, because the player is is happy with Inter, they are first in the table in Serie A, so it's not going to be easy. Let's see what happens with Umtiti. We had a lot of rumors from Spain because this player is on the market. We always mention Barcelona players let uh, open to leave and. Barca hope to find a solution for Umtiti since long time. At the moment, it's not a priority for Newcastle, but if they're not able to go for Botman, maybe it could be one of the solutions. Experienced player, he had a lot of problems, injuries, but maybe for Newcastle could be one of the solutions. But it's something for the end of the window. This is my feeling. It's not something for the beginning of the window where you are still trying to push your, for your first target, in this case, Ben Botman. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's another Question, Ginny Wijnaldum, is there a chance there or, or no? I'm told that a lot of rumors, and it's true that the player was expecting something different at Paris Saint-Germain, eh? because he was hoping to be a key player, always a starter. But at the same point, I'm told by people close to Ginny that his plan is still to stay at Paris Saint-Germain to complete the season as PSG. So I think it's not going to be easy also because the player was a Paris Saint-Germain to win the Champions League and not to fight for relegation. Well, there you have it. Newcastle United have a lot of homework to do, including a director of football as well that can help them have a vision. Anything else before we say goodbye to you, Fabrizio Romano, including Newcastle or anything else that we may be or should be looking out for? Yes, for Newcastle, I just said to you about midfielder. They want mm -hmm. to go for a creative midfielder and let's see what they will be able to do. They were approaching Jesse Lingard at the beginning of the window, but the player seems to be not so keen on a January move. He maybe prefers to wait for summer and have a biggest, uh, the biggest proposal from top club, maybe offering him a lot of money. More than now that you know, in January, it's not easy to find agreement with Man United for a player out of contract in, in June. Uh, so they want a creative midfielder. And also, let's see the situation of the striker. A lot of rumors at the moment is so quiet still. So let's see what happens in the coming days. But they want to go for defensive players, creative midfielder and striker. So once I will know the name, we will keep you posted on Cable Colasso because at the moment they are still in a secret way. But I'm sure that after the defense, they will focus on creative midfielder and, and striker. And then other news. Andreo Nana Twinter is signed. It's an important news. We always say it here on Kegolasso. He will be new integral keeper for summer 2022. Five-year deal for 3, mil 3 million euro per season. Everything has been signed in Milano in the last 24 hours after having his medical. So Onana from Ajax to Inter. And then Lorenzo Insigne is coming, my friend, to MLS, to Toronto. It's done. It's signed yesterday in Rome with his agent and the Toronto board delegation. They signed everything. So I'm just waiting for the official announcement. But Lorenzo Insigne will play for Toronto starting from July 2022. Huge news from summers in Capri to winters in Lake Ontario. Wow, Lorenzo Insigne to MLS. And this man, COVID can't stop him. Fabrizio Romano keeps on going. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, Fabrizio Romano, Instagram as well. CBS Sports, he has his weekly articles and videos and so much more. Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, brother. See you soon with many updates, and I'm sure that we will have many breaking news again soon, so we'll be always together to update you. Thank you. Absolutely. I don't doubt it. Thank you, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Kegolasso Pod, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating and review. Stitcher, of course, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso, CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you next time.